We'll get you scheduled and get you in class. Oh, dear Lord, three things I pray. To see thee more clearly, love thee more dearly, follow thee more dearly day by day. Day by day. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. There are two kingdoms at war, the kingdom of heaven and the kingdom of darkness. Christ said at the end of the world, these two kingdoms would clash. The kingdoms have always been in a battle. There's always been struggle back and forth. But at the end of the world, the Lord said that Satan and the hosts that serve him, there will be a great war that will begin to take place in the spiritual world. We are in that battle. It is evident that battle will affect not just the believers of God. It will affect the nation of Israel, the Jewish people. It will affect the nations. But the main battle will be a spiritual battle between Satan fallen angels and all the demons and Christ through his seven churches. Welcome to today's program. I'm your host Rick Rodriguez. In the previous weeks I have uh, taken my time to take one chapter it's kind of the base for the previous programs. That chapter was Revelation chapter 1, explaining how Christ visited John the Apostle like he stated he would in Luke 22. He said that uh, Peter asked Christ, well, Lord, what about this disciple? Christ said, what is that to you if he live, meaning, meaning the Apostle John, what, if, what is that to you if he should live till I return? And as I, ex- I explained, Christ was not saying that John would live 2,000 years till the end of the age. But he was telling them a mystery, that Christ would once again visit John in a vision. And when John would be visited, he would be a captive 
he would be imprisoned on the Isle of Patmos. And there Christ would come and give him a vision. That was the visit that Christ was presenting in Luke 22. He wouldn't, John wouldn't live till the end of the age. He would just live until Christ came. Maybe 60 years later, 50 years later, I, I forget the timeline. I forget how old John was. John was probably 15, 16 years old, 17 maybe, when Christ had his crucifixion. And so in A.D. 96, roughly in that vicinity, some say it was 94, 96, 98, well, in that vicinity. I study all these different teachers that, well, it had to be here, it had to be there, and, and it can overwhelm you. So I just say that it was in the vicinity of A.D. 96 on Patmos. Christ visited John again, gave him the book of Revelation, or gave him a vision which he wrote down. The very first chapter, Christ basically stated simply, this whole vision is about me. And the whole vision will be how I will work with mankind through the next 2,000 years. And I am going to work in the world, not through Israel as a nation. I have I used them at one time. But now my work is through my spirit that is inside people who have believed in me. My work for the next 2,000 years, my main purpose, will be fulfilled through born-again children that have received me by faith. Israel will have its place in the world. The Gentile nations will also be they have a prophecies I have for them. But my work will be a spiritual work to grow a kingdom that can only come into existence by my spirit. I cannot work with man naturally. I cannot work with natural Israel. I will protect them. I cannot work with the nations that are natural. I have to work with a spiritual people that I will redeem and that I will begin to transform their minds, renew their minds, and I will conform them and transform them into my image. This is how I will work with mankind for the next 2,000 years, through my seven churches. The quality or the strength of these churches will be my spirit inside of the believers. This is why the threat to the kingdom of darkness is not natural Israel as a nation, is not the Gentile nations. The threat to the kingdom of heaven are Christ's lampstands, these seven churches.
But the lampstands, within the lampstands, they have been infiltrated by people who are religious that do not have not received Christ and by people from the other kingdom that have infiltrated that serve the devil they're the devil's children that is that have infiltrated these churches so in these churches you have true believer and false believer the parable of the tares. You have the true wheat and you have tares that appear to be wheat but are not. This is why Christ gave all these examples to give us an understanding, clear understanding of what, how Satan will attack these people in these lampstands and the purpose is to destroy the teachings that Christ gave to the apostles to teach in the years following after Christ, Christ's resurrection. The apostles were to continue to teach in the world the teachings of Christ. And Satan's plan was to water down, to uh, bring in false teachings. And it has worked. Presently in the world, within the churches, there are hard heresies. There are all these doctrinal differences. And the teachings of Christ, just because of Mankind's fallen mental state, too many concepts that are not biblical. Now, the example I'll use is Christ gave Moses the laws to Israel, the commandments, the teachings, statutes. And what did mankind do? What did the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the religious people of Israel do? They added to what Christ or what God gave Moses initially. There was a complete thought given to Moses simply. And the religious world added additional restrictions, commandments, It's what, what, that's exactly what has happened within Christendom. There have been added teachings. We have in churches dress codes. Well, I mean, uh, you have codes of conduct, which are good. I'm not saying there, there's anything wrong with them. But what Christ presented initially, that is what is important. What Christ presented in Matthew 5, 6, and 7, this was a, he condensed the law. He condensed the teachings of Moses. He condensed the thoughts of the prophets. 
So what's happened in American Christianity is we have a system of worship, system of teachings, and not all teachings are accurate. So at the end of the world, this would be the condition. It's called apostasy with many, many heresies, false teachings, false doctrines. And at the end of the world, God's people have to sift through all that is before them and find what is inaccurate so that they can see what Christ meant initially when he was with the apostles or the disciples and by using the scripture that's given to us complete, the complete book, the complete Bible, which I'm going to just say one thing real quick, quickly. There are, there's the, uh, the other additional historical books and some have wondered, what do I think about Jasher and uh, Enoch, these type of books? Well, I'll say this. It's very dangerous. They're great for historical research, thought, and there's a, there is uh, quite a bit, I think, that is useful. But I trust God's sovereignty. I believe that God in His sovereignty, using... Many condemn King James because of how fallen he was as an individual. I still trust God's sovereignty. If God wants to use somebody that is far from God, he can use that person. He can use somebody that is near to him also. He can use Judas Iscariot if he wants Did Christ want to use Judas Iscariot in a plan of God? Yes, and he did. Because if it wasn't for Judas Iscariot, we would not be redeemed. Christ was betrayed for 30 pieces of silver. But we were redeemed by the blood that was shed on the cross. So God used Judas Iscariot. Will God use somebody like King James? Yes, he will. Did he? Yes, he did. The Bible that has been presented to us presently, God is sovereign. So yes, there's the book of Enoch, Jasher, all these other additional that many feel should have been brought into the Bible that we have presently. Well, I say this. God is sovereign He worked it out to get what we have, 66 books in print to the world. You can argue with God, or we can let God be God. Why King James? Well, even in spite of little things here and there, the King James still is the center of, book that you would study from. And 
I, you know, I, I study from the King James, but I do use other resources. I use other translations. I use them as helps. But I go to the King James and the Strong's and to the Greek and to the Hebrew that is tied into the King James study Bibles to try to get the most accurate understanding of what is in the Scripture. I do like other translations to give us a vernacular from a not so much ancient English or the King James English, but rather to contemporary English using Hebrew, Greek, Try to be as accurate as possible. Okay, so I just wanted to throw that in there. Now, um, a great war, a great attack, part of the war that is happening on the churches of God is doctrinal. It is doctrine and practice. We have Pentecostals. Within the Pentecostal community, there are hundreds of different practices, thoughts, teachings within the evangelical, well, within evangelical Christianity, basically the same, uh, but in, in, uh, fundamental Christianity. You have different practices throughout that whole system. Different thinking. Different teachings. I'm going to get into some of that today. It's basically going to be simple, but it's going to be deep. It's going to be complicated. It's going to be hard to follow, but it needs to be discussed. Premillennialism, amillennialism, Post-millennialism. Just those three words bring in a whole complicated study of the different main thought patterns of the seven churches in our time. Then you have within Messianic Christianity, within the Messianic movement, the different men that I have known through the years here in the Front Range of Colorado and uh, just the different thinking within each of the different groups. Some of the groups do not believe that the Holy Spirit is God. Some of the teachings in the Pentecostal Church, New Testament only, God has already cut off the Old Testament. New Testament teaching only. Well, you can't be complete with just the New Testament. You have to have the Old Testament. Then within the Messianic movement, Old Testament thinking only, no New Testament. In spite of the understanding that Christ, that Yeshua, is Messiah. It is 
it uh, so within the messianic movement, going into different messianic with messianic teachers, uh, with with the owner of the station, Don Wiederman, been to a few of his Bible studies, and then following Don here at the station for all the years, his his thinking was different than those that lived in Fort Collins, that some of those that were down, the Messianics down in Denver, the Messianics that used to travel up and down the front front range teaching, then the Messianics out in Oklahoma and down in Texas, just like the Pentecostal movement, different teachings, different practices, different thought, like the Pentecostals. Within churches of Christ, the differences between churches of Christ and the Baptists. So, this is the maze that we have to get through. Are there going to be people at the end of the world that will be able to filter and see what is foundationally correct? Well, the scripture says it will happen. The scripture says yes. There will be a return, but it's going to be very difficult to the original thought of the teachings of Christ. I was thinking about this example the other day. Christ came to fulfill the law. He didn't come to destroy it. But he came to fulfill it because he is God. He's the only one who could fulfill it. He's the only one that understood perfectly the prophets because he was the prophet to the church. And he made it clear that we could not still if our righteousness did not exceed that of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, we would no, in no way enter into the kingdom of heaven in practice. But he was say, stating that through him and through the power of his spirit, we could live a life that would surpass the those of the, the righteousness of the Pharisees and the Sadducees, because their righteousness was still like uh, filthy rags, because that righteousness was in themselves. But our righteousness would be in Christ, by our faith in Him. And this is the type of righteousness that we as believers must live. Our, our righteousness must surpass that of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Do what they do. I'm sorry. Do what they say. Don't do what they do. So in other words, whatever we say, we have to do it. We have to live it. Now, there will be at the end of the world, there will be ordained by the Holy Spirit 
men that will be able to present the plan that Christ had for our time to His people. Just one example. I do not believe that this world is going to last much longer. I do believe that the age has come to an end. 2,000 years ago, this church age began. But this church age is coming to an end. All the prophecies that pertain to the final decade before Christ returns are being set in motion. Yes, the decade. Can we know the day and the hour of Christ's return? No. But we can know the season. Roughly a three-month period of time. We can know that. But not the day and the hour. But all the maps in the scripture, prophetic scripture, show us we can know the season. We'll be right back. Hello, my name is Keith, and I'm the host of the program, The Pursuit of God on 1360 KHNC. And I invite you to join me Saturday mornings at 11 o'clock as we go on this great pursuit of God. Higher rates, lower rates, negative rates, bail-ins, bail-outs, and so much more. You know why you need to own gold and silver. At the Patriot Trading Group, we're a different kind of company. We have no commission salespeople, no boiler room sales calls, no high-priced spokesmen. We believe in treating you with honesty and respect and delivering you the best products at the best price. Buying or selling, call us at 800-951-0592 or go to our website at allamericangold.com. It is not because men have made laws that life, liberty, and property exist. On the contrary, it is because life, liberty, and property existed beforehand that men made laws in the first place. What then is law? It is the collective organization of the individual right to lawful defense and punishing injustice. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. This is Carter, bail agent at ASAP Bail Bonds. We now have a radio show. 
Tune in every Sunday at 2 to 3 to learn the truth about bail. Feel free to give us a call anytime for free bail information. 970-378-7878. We want you to know the truth about the rise in crime. Tune in every Sunday at 2. Hey there, guys. How long have you been waiting for good, conservative quality radio? Well, you finally reached your destination at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus So, I uh, hate to say that we got a mess going on. It's a mess. But within Christianity, within the family of God, sometimes I don't even like to use the word Christianity, within the family of God, uh, according to the Scripture, in the time in which we live, once again, God in His faithfulness will and has ordained and has worked with and has trained members in responsible positions. Many are out of control, dysfunctional. I'm talking about pastors, no vision, teaching false vision. But there will be some, according to the Bible, that will help build an assembly that the gates of hell will not prevail against. This is what Christ said in Matthew 16. I will build my church. And they use the word ecclesia. And the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I've talked to friends that uh, use those verses quite often. And I told them, one friend that I was, uh, when I first came to the Lord, or when I first gave my life, uh, when I first began to be churched, we were churched together for a couple of years. And I told him, I said, you know, we've been taught that verse forever. I will build my ecclesia. Now, does that mean the all the family of God will be that ecclesia that builded that church that is builded, that has been assembled, put together by God that is faithful? And I told him, no. Not the whole the whole family of God will not be faithful. All the born-again born again believers, it says at the end of the world, for the most part, will be deceived. They'll be apostate, far from God, far from the true teachings of Christ, far from knowledge and experience of the Holy Spirit. They will, they will have natural abilities and giftings that they will use to try to build a church 
to try to build this kingdom, put this kingdom together. But Christ said in 4, 6 of, well, I, I, in the Old Testament, uh, in Zechariah 4, 6, God said that it's not by might, not by, by, by uh, power, but by my spirit. And this is how God is going to build his ecclesia in Matthew 16. That word ecclesia is very narrow. Very, very narrow. The whole body of Christ will not be that builded church. The whole body of Christ is a family. But the whole family has not been faithful. But in Matthew, that church that Christ stated, I will build my faithful, small, powerful, trained, understanding, not deceived church. This small group, I use the term residue. I was visiting with a friend this week. Isaiah says that there would be a remnant. God would always have a remnant. Then later on in Isaiah, he says, well, there would be a small remnant. And then later on, Isaiah says there's going to be a residue. So you're going to go from a remnant to a small remnant to a residue. So it's being refined down to a very few. But the gates of hell will not prevail against this faithful ecclesia, this consecrated ecclesia, this righteous, holy ecclesia. This ecclesia that follows the Lamb whithersoever he goes. This ecclesia that will wait on the Lord. Like I stated last week, it is not a driven ecclesia. It is a led ecclesia. It is not a purpose-driven anything. Yes, they have the greatest purpose, the greatest responsibility, far greater than you could even imagine. <clears throat> but they are not driven. They are led, just like Paul, Peter. Christ said, somebody's going to come, Peter, and lead you somewhere where you will not go naturally. He used the word led. Christ said, and they will lead you, Peter. He will be led to his, to his martyrdom. Christ wasn't pushed into the wilderness to be tempted by Satan. And he was led. It says that Christ was led to the slaughter like a, to, like a lamb. He wasn't pushed. This Rick Warren, this audience, you put a little fox's tail 
whenever you hear that word, Rick Warren, is this man a true believer? Is he a true believer? Or is he a deceiver? I remember when he first came out with the Purpose Driven Church, just like the church, the, the Christian people always do, yes, we are purpose driven. We've got to have a purpose. We've got to. And I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. I said, well, nah, something's not right here. And as I've studied this person, he's very religious. He's very cunning. He's very well-spoken. But who trained him? A man that trained people in the corporate world. And then you have a person that was trained in the corporate world sneaking into the church, the churches, the assemblies of Christians as a great power or as a great person, as a great teacher. Even friends of mine that are in California that are pastors, one of my, that that one of the brothers that actually ordained me. One day he stated that, oh yeah, he said, this man is a good brother. He's a great, great teacher. And I had to shake my head and I'm thinking, whoa. This previous pastor, I'm thinking, wow. I think he doesn't have the discernment to realize that this he might be bumping elbows with somebody else from another kingdom. The only reason I'm telling this audience what I'm telling you is because I have to be faithful to you. There are many in this audience that have supported me and you're still supporting me. And I thank you. I thank you for that. You will get the best. Every person ordained by God to minister to his children has to have this attitude that you will be given the truth in honesty and you will be given the best. The very best. Any person that has been called and ordained into the work of Christ always gives the very, very best. No matter if you have nothing, you give the best of nothing. If you have everything, you give the best of everything. This is how Christ trained me. Regardless of what it is I'm presenting, I try to give the best of whatever that is. I'll give you an example. In my early years, as I was being churched, I was in Berkeley, California. And in this little assembly, probably 30% of the people in that little assembly were hippies, young girls, young guys. We were all basically under 27. 27, under, we were all 27, 26, 25, 24, 23, 22, 21. But we were 100% totally given to the Lord. 
And we used to have every, about once a month, we would have what we called a love feast. And the kids on the campus would invite friends. There at UC Berkeley. The kids living, working, just out in the world would invite their friends. The families would invite their fathers and brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews. Once a month, we'd have a love feast. And the, the Christian women would put together a dish, and we'd have it like a big potluck. And these people would come, and we would eat, and they would preach the gospel. People would get saved. It was fabulous. Well, one, one on one of the love feasts, uh, there were some, some uh, sisters that, oh, they put out a dish, but it was, it was just not the best dish. It wasn't the very best they could do. And the, there were what I call leading brothers. There were four men that worked together to help us. There was the, the pastor, and then the next, a junior, a junior, and a junior pastor. I guess you'd put it that way in our understanding. But these four worked together. One brother was in his 50s, the young, youngest was in his 20s, and these four worked together. Whoever the Spirit was upon, that's the one that would preach the gospel. And then the next love feast, whoever the Spirit was upon, he preached the gospel. It wasn't hand-picked. It was as Christ led these men to who was going to preach the gospel, the Holy Spirit would say, well, this time it'll be number two. The next time it would be number two. The next time it would be number three. The next time it would be number one. Well, the pastor stood up and he said, sisters, we're going to have this love feast. Now, Christ has given you everything. He's given you the very, very best. You, when you come, don't make macaroni and cheese. And if that's all you can do, make it the very best. And he laid the principle down with not only the older sisters that were married, but with the young kids. Lay whatever it is you have to give. If it is macaroni and cheese, which is fabulous, I love it. Or if it's hot dogs. Or if it's quiche Lorraine. Or if it's whatever. Give the best. Boy, after that day, cherry pies and apple pies and coconut cream pies and the best. The best. What? A glory to God. You want to glorify God? You give Him and you give the best. When you're out talking to somebody about Christ and you don't have the words, give them the best. 
whatever it is you can come up with, present this eternal God to them. Present all that God has done in your testimony, the simplest little thing that He's done for you. Present that. If that's all you can think of at the time. It doesn't have to be some great thing. Just what you have, present it. I was on the streets of Berkeley preaching the gospel. And some young kid, 25 years old, real arrogant, came up and he said, Hey, I am God. I said, Oh, you're God? He goes, Yes, I'm God. I said, You think so? He said, Yeah. I said, Okay, do me a favor. Turn one hair on your head black, because he was a blonde-headed kid. That's all I had. That's the only verse that came to me. Then if you're God, turn one hair on your head black for me right now. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, if you're God, you can turn one of, that, one of your blonde hairs on your head black. Turn it black. Well, I can't do that. I said, well, you must not be God. I said, and do me a favor. Can you add 10 pounds to your weight right now by the snap of a finger? No. I said, well, then you must not be God. And he, it hit him. And he, all of his arrogance went right out the door. Whatever it is, the best that you have, give it. To this audience, today I'm not, I, I have a program planned. I have not even touched my program for this day. I have been for years and years and years practicing a principle of moving by the leading of the Holy Spirit. This is the very best I can present to you right now. Prepare, but then be led. Prepare, plan, study, but you never know what God wants to do. Then you be led. I have my paperwork. I have my notes. I have everything. I have a step-by-step -step direction. But when I turned that mic on to begin this program, all of a sudden, I lost every thought of the direction. And I had to just open my mouth. Be led by the Holy Spirit. Be led. This is something that is vital to your future. This is not a teaching. This is a something vital. You have to learn how to follow the anointing. The anointing will lead you to truth. We're going to be back in just a few minutes to finish out the first hour of the program. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient? Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 
966-0217. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop. January 22nd saw Northern Colorado invaded by thousands of Second Amendment patriots going to the new PE gun show facility at the Greeley Mall. Gone are the days of the crowded facility and limited products. Patrons shopped hundreds of tables filled with all the items you expect at a premier event show. For future show dates, CCW training or seller reservations, visit PEshows.com. That's PEshows.com for more info. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have half an acre or a thousand, they carry the equipment you need. They also have a full-line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or back 40, Harsh Outdoors has you covered. See you at the show. Hey, this is Mike Ramsey, Ramsey Auto Group, with Steve Pardue. 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley is our new address. Phone number is 970-443-5654. We specialize in used trucks and sport utility vehicles, but mainly trucks. We have extended our hours on Saturdays to 10 to 3 and Monday through Friday, 9.30 to 5.30, serving the Greeley community and the surrounding areas, but we are really proud to call Greeley our home. 970-443-5654-6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. The P.E. Gun Show, February 12th and 13th, has two giveaways, an AR pistol from Modern Arms and Optics and a 12-gauge semi-auto from GB Survival. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense products, and much more. Located at 1840 Greeley Mall in Greeley, Colorado. Buy, sell, or trade in $50 CCW classes on Saturday and Sunday. See PEShows.com to register. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. So the, the point I'm making is be led by the Holy Spirit. In John, the Gospel, verse chapter 3, verse 7. That's verse 8. The wind blows where it wants to. You hear the sound of it, but you don't know where the wind comes from or where it's going. It is the same with every person who is born from the Spirit, by the Spirit, of the Spirit. We cannot control, we cannot comprehend 
where God is going to come from and where He's going to take us. But we experience the effect of the Holy Spirit. This is a deep spiritual experience that Christ wants all of His children, that Yeshua wants all of His children, Jesus wants all of His children to experience being led. Yes, we prepare. We plan. We make. How many times have you planned to do something? You made all the plans, everything. is. You're trying to be on time. And then things just happen to interfere. There was a guy. I think he was in Oklahoma. On the interstate. Was planning to. Had an appointment. And on this whole time that he's traveling down the interstate. There is a car that just won't let him get by. And just about the time he's ready to pass that car, that car speeds up, gets in front of him. Well, they get to an on-off ramp to get to take off to, to leave one part of the interstate to another part of the interstate. And this one car was in front of him. As that car started to get onto the accelerating lane and into traffic, a car from behind hit that guy. Severe wreck, both drivers dead. They found a note in the car that hit the car that was in front of this person. This man intentionally intended to kill somebody. It was a suicide. God kept interfering to keep this Christian from passing the car that got hit. The Holy Spirit... We don't know where the Spirit comes from. We don't know where it goes. It goes. We are born of God. Follow the leading of the Spirit. We're going to continue. The second hour is coming up. Rick Rodriguez. I might get to my notes. We'll be right back. 1360 KJC for the podcast. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here's some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs or racist cows. Climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Worben. At the State House, lawmakers have introduced 10 bills in the past week, all aimed at addressing the growing threat of wildfires. The measures would have a total cost of about $30 million, among them one to provide tax credits to homeowners who create defensible space around their properties. Another would provide matching grants to local governments that do fire mitigation. Jefferson County Representative Lisa Cutter sponsoring four of the measures, her district including places like Evergreen and Conifer, a couple of the top ten spots nationwide believed to be at risk of losses because of wildfires. That's where I was really focused as I was thinking those communities were at risk and so to have that happen in Boulder was just a, a huge shock. 
There's also money in some of that legislation to provide things like remote cameras with live feeds for early detection and to offer better equipment, training, and more pay for firefighters. Some of the bills would also create an aggressive campaign to better educate Coloradans about the risk of fires. A big demonstration opposing COVID-19 vaccine mandates was held in Boulder on Saturday. The group calling itself No Mask Vax CO made its feelings known with signs and chants right outside Governor Polis's condo. Its members were protesting not only the COVID vaccine and requirements to get it, but testing too. Demonstrator Robbie Rose says she was protesting for her kids. You do not have to give this dangerous, untested, brand new and unnecessary vaccine to your children in order for them to attend school. But many health professionals nationwide are urging school districts to add the COVID vaccine to the multiple shots all kids have to have to attend classes. The State Health Department's Dr. Scott Book encounters Rose's disinformation with science about inoculated people. They're 12 times less likely to be hospitalized and 56 times less likely to die from COVID than unvaccinated Coloradans. I'm Jim Williams. I'm Ted Werbin on the Rocky Mountain News Network. Are you struggling with credit card debt? It may be time to consolidate that high interest debt with help from your mortgage. You could save up to $1,000 a month without paying upfront fees. You just have to call American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. Get a free mortgage review by calling 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Family-friendly vacations, a weekend with the boys, or a romantic getaway. You will find it in Wyoming's Carbon County. Winter favorites include museums, mineral hot springs, snowmobiling, cross-country skiing, and snowshoeing. You'll enjoy an array of lodging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. That's wyomingcarboncounty.com forward slash travel safe. Get your West on. Friday, February 25th at the Immortal Bar in Johnstown, Colorado. Still they ride tribute to Journey with special guest Asha Blaine. Tickets are available at theimmortalbar.com or stilltheyrideband.com. Tehibo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TeheboTeaClub.com. 
When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. Okay, we're back. I normally do the programs from the board, but I've decided to do it from the the uh, broadcast booth because I can I have a desk and I can put notes on the in front of me and I can be a little more professional. Like I was saying at the end of the last hour, be led by the Holy Spirit and the wind blows where it will. You don't know where the wind's coming from. You don't know where the wind is going. So is everyone that is born by the Spirit of God, born again. And by Spirit and the water, washed in the waters of baptism. Christ said, be born again and be baptized. Baptism deals with your past sins. And I don't want to get into that because that in itself is a an hour program, which I've done in the past. Uh, also, I forget the way to contact me is to a P.O. Box. P.O. Box 872 Longmont, Colorado, 80502. That's for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, 80502. And also, these programs are on podcast at 1360 KHNC com to the Olive Tree Program. And every Sunday, 9 to noon, here on 1360 KHNC. And the programs are always streamed live on our station. 
Now, at the beginning of the last hour, I began by stating that as a, as a church... Now, I'm speaking to the whole family of God. But in the whole family, there is a ecclesia. There is a small remnant, a small residue, a faithful group, a consecrated group, a given, sold out, totally yielded, that is yielded to the things of God and His Messiah. This is the ecclesia that Paul, that the Christ is talking about in Matthew chapter 16. This is the ecclesia that the gates of hell will not prevail against. The gates of hell are pressing the societies of the world. And the gates of hell are prevailing against the governments of the world, against the nation of Israel, and against the seven churches of God in a great way. Remember, in all the seven churches of God, there are overcomers, meaning people within the assemblies that are victorious over the things of the devil. Not all Christians are victorious, but there are these victorious ones in all of the seven churches. This is the ecclesia that Christ was talking about in Matthew chapter 16. I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Christ is the one that is doing the building in these churches. And when Christ builds something, it cannot be shaken. The gates of hell cannot prevail against this faithful group of victorious believers in these seven churches. This is what the kingdom of darkness fears. The New World Order, the One World Government, the God-haters of the nations that rule the nations, most of them, are in the occult. They're in witchcraft. They've been put in positions and rewarded by Satan into those positions, as well as the people in the governments, most of them because they have bowed the knee to Baal, embraced and kissed Baal, they have been rewarded with power. But that group of people, they are in the occult. And one thing people that are in the occult are very aware of, all of them, doesn't matter what kind of the, what, what uh, branch of the occult you're in, astrology, magic, secret societies. If you, all, every single person in the occult is conscious of two things, the power of the one they serve and the power of the one they hate. 
which will be Messiah, Christ, the Lord of hosts, Yahweh Sabaoth. They know that Christ is the Yahweh, he's the Yahweh Sabaoth. He is the Lord of hosts. He is the one who directs his angelic hosts and his faithful believers on earth. My God is Yahweh Sabaoth. He's the Lord of hosts. He's the one who gives me direction and shows me the battles that are coming and shows me the battles that I'm in and shows me the battles that I've been through. Why? Because he has gone through all the battles. He's the one that knows all the battles that we're in presently. He's the one that knows the battles that are coming. The Lord of hosts. Those in the occult are very clear on two things. The one they serve, and they know his name, and they won't tell you the truth. They won't tell you it's the devil or Lucifer or Satan. They don't want you to know. But they will tell you who they hate. This battle... God is going to take and in the world in his churches the Lord Jesus this Messiah of God he's going to give direction to his churches and he's giving direction to those who are faithful. And he is firstly showing them the truth about everything and showing them the truth about the time that we're in, as difficult as it may be. It is difficult to believe, to understand that we are in the last decade. And in the last decade, what the world is going to see is going to cause men to just have heart attacks and die from fear. What are we going to see in this decade? We're going to see persecution to the churches of God like never before. At the beginning, when Christ came, appointed the apostles, and as they went out, within 30 years, 20 years, there was persecution. Severe persecution. By the time that John was in Patmos, there was tribulation in all of the churches. This is why John in chapter 1 of Revelation said, your companion in tribulation. There's a time 
I, a friend of mine back in about 1986, he told me, Brother, he said, the time will come when you're not going to have pastors and these, these type of people. All the children of God are just going to be companions in tribulation. And I thought about that. Eventually, the Catholics and Lutherans, the Orthodox churches, the Messianic movement, the Pentecostal movement, the evangelical world, the all the seven churches, we will all be companions in tribulation. Because God is sending somebody that is going to destroy the children of God. Whether you're in the family, if you're in the family of God, you're a target for this coming Antichrist. A person. This is the truth. It's hard to believe this type of truth. But the Bible did say that there's going to be these Christians who were beheaded, martyred, crying under the altar in the heart of the earth, asking God to, asking God to please avenge our blood on those who killed us. A great, 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 great persecution and martyrdom is coming to the churches of God internationally. <clears throat> this is what the Lord said would happen. We have to prepare for it in our mind. The only way to do that is with truth. <clears throat> Initially, truth will bring a little bit of despair, hopelessness, depression. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, working he will get you through it. And once you recognize and realize truth, any truth, then what happens is you begin to grow roots into trusting God. Your roots go deeper. Your faith in God goes deeper. Trusting Him, your faith in Him, and pretty soon, <clears throat> there's no fear. Because as you accept the truth, you realize, okay, I what I did with myself personally, I realized what's coming, and I accept what's coming, and I am to present it to God's children. As tough as, it, as tough as it is. But at the same time, I realize, okay, I take the position that King David took. Lord, teach me to number my days that I may apply my heart to wisdom. Lord, Yahweh, teach me to number my days that I might apply my heart to wisdom. You see, 
Yes, I may have some years left, but years are you know, it's only 365 days. That's not a whole lot. Here we're almost two months into a month and a half into the new year. It's it's just like a snap. But every day, we Christ said in uh, chapter seven, I think it was of Matthew. Do not worry about tomorrow. There's enough evil in this day. Take care of this day. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about the rest of February. Forget the spring. Forget the summer, the fall. Don't worry about this year. Sufficient to the day is the evil thereof. Protect yourself in this day. Protect yourself from evil today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't anticipate because it'll, you'll, you'll, it'll, you'll become depressed. You'll become anxious. You'll worry. Don't worry about tomorrow. Take care of today. Protect yourself from the evil in this day. That's all you're to do. And let Christ do His work. In this day, He will strengthen you. In this day, He will prepare you. And then tomorrow, He will once again begin to continue to work with you and prepare you. In that day. Eventually, what happens is, you will begin to get balanced in your thinking. Psychologically, you will be balanced. You will be strengthened. And you will begin to say, okay, just like King David, Lord, teach me to number my days that I might apply my heart to wisdom. Okay? With the wisdom that I have, I'm going to make the most of this day. And I'm going to say something to people that are making great, great plans for the future. I'm going to take you to what James said. James said, don't say that you and a group of friends are going to invest in Chicago or New York or L.A. Don't say we are going to move to Chicago for a year or L.A. or New York. We're going to move there for a year. We're going to take our portfolio. We're going to invest. And at the end of the year, we're going to profit. We're going to make great profit we're going to be successful. James said, don't say that. But we as Christians, we live under different laws, different thoughts, different principles, different thinking. We who are Christians realize that you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow because God is involved. And don't say that you're going to go and spend a year in a certain place and invest. But say rather, if the Lord wills, we will go to Chicago, New York, L.A., wherever. We will invest and we will make profit. If the Lord will. That is sound thinking. 
as Christians, we realize that, like in the Proverbs, the Proverbs and all the Bible is for the believers. Yes, it's for the non-believers. Yes, it's there for Israel. But listen, the King James and the New Testament and the Old Testament, everything is for the churches of God. The Jewish people are not interested, for the most part, in the Old Testament, in the Tanakh or the Torah. They're not interested in the New Testament. It's not for them. The testaments are for the body of Christ so that we will know the will of God, the plan of God, and that we will carry out that plan and be involved in that plan and dedicate ourselves to His kingdom, a kingdom that cannot be shaken. The The uh, so everything is to the church, to the churches, to the born again believers. Everything is to the born again believers. I'm going to make a point, and I I very seldom forget my point, like all the time. Anyhow, so we have. By the Spirit of God, we have the ability to have the direction that we need. And I I am not starting a career, naturally, because of my age. But even if I was young, I would not be, I wouldn't plan to start a career. I would begin to just say, okay, I have a day. And I should exercise unto godliness in this day. And I should follow the Holy Spirit in this day to carry out His plan, whatever that plan may be. We're going to close out this age. We're in the last decade. Another thing that will happen in the last decade, the deception, the apostasy, that will take place will be unimaginable. It's taking place in front of the body of Christ internationally and they don't recognize it. They do not recognize the great apostasy of the Catholic Church, of even the Greek churches, of the Lutheran churches, the Presbyterians, the Episcopalians, the Anglicans, the evangelical churches, the churches within the uh, the other leg of the evangelical churches, Pentecostalism, the other leg of the evangelical churches, messianic movements. They don't realize the whole world, the body of Christ doesn't realize the apostasy and the sneakiness and the power of the cunningness of the serpent. 
this would be one of the signs of the end of the world. Another sign of the end of the world is all the prophecies in the last decade that would that have been directed for Israel. All of them are going to happen at the same time, within a decade. With Russia. What's going to happen to Russia? Russia's in the Bible. I've been talking on the program during the week, The Present Truth. Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3, I have been presenting to the audience Russia in the Bible. God's plan with Russia. God's plan with Russia starting in the early 1900s into the 1940s into the 1980s into the year 2000. I've been discussing this man, Vladimir Putin, who has made Russia great again. Why? So that Russia can fulfill her prophecies. And what prophecy is prophecy is that? To invade the Middle East with Iran, Turkey, many of the other states up in the north by the Caspian, the, the Black Sea. So we're going to go, we're going to be back in a second. This is uh, Rick Rodriguez. The program is the All the Tree and Lampstand Ministry, thirteen sixty KHNC for podcast. All the Tree Ministry. This is Rick Rodriguez. I'll be the host of The Present Truth, Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, New World Order, Agendas of Secret Societies, The Coming World Religion. Again, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 3. Returning Saturday, March 5th to KHNC, 1360 AM, The Roar of the Rockies, and every Saturday, March through October, Saturdays from 7 to 8 AM. It's the Gardening with Joy and Holly radio show. Topic-focused, guests from across the country, and answering your garden questions. Submit your questions now to GardenTalkRadio at gmail.com or call anytime to 1-800-927-SHOW. That's every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m., March through October. Catch the replay Sunday afternoons, noon to 1. Hi, this is Brett King, Glass Doctor of Greeley, Colorado. 970-616-3100. We take care of all of your home, auto, and business glass needs. Home glass repair, shower doors, mirrors, storefronts, window replacement. Come find us at 6310 West 10th Street in Greeley, Colorado. And uh, don't forget your auto glass and heavy equipment. Again, Brett King, Glass Doctor of Greeley, 970-616-3100. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that, too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. 
The one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Does this corrupt monetary system give you a whack to the head or a poke in the eye? Call Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. That's 800-951-0592. Don't be a stooge. Buy gold and silver today. Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus walks. Oh, when he walks. When Jesus walks. Watch my sins away. Okay, and my contact information is Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry, or Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, 80502. And also podcasts for the programs are on 1360KHNC.com to the podcast and Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. And during the week, Monday through Thursday, on the program, The Present Truth, from 2 to 3. Also on podcasts. Okay, so I've been talking on The Present Truth about Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin is the man that is making Russia great or bringing Russia back from the plans of the globalists to destroy Russia from the time of Gorbachev into Yeltsin, Boris Yeltsin, in the late 80s and the 90s. Russia was going to be turned over to the globalists to destroy, be destroyed and two of the globalists that were going to do that were Mikhail Gorbachev and Boris Yeltsin. And late in 1999, because Russia must fulfill her Bible prophecies, you have a destiny, each one of you. You have to fulfill that destiny, and you can fulfill that destiny perfectly if you will allow the Holy Spirit, if you will give Him rights to your life to your future. It's not a small thing. I'm, I'm talking about the individual plan of God with each one listening. You have, you can be in 
the perfect will of God or the good will of God what was the verse I'm thinking of good acceptable good acceptable and perfect will of God I use that as an example you can be in the good will of God or the acceptable will of God or the perfect will of God I know the verse is talking about something I'm, I'm just using it kind of out of context but I'm saying that you don't have to be in the will of God or you can kind of back and forth you want to be in and you want to be out in the middle or you can be desire to be in the perfect will of God I know the older people as you get older you may really want to be in the perfect will of God but those that are not aged you can be in the perfect will of God too and those that are eh, they're lukewarm they don't really care well there is a perfect will of God there is a plan that you can be involved in and in that plan that God has for you you will never and can never grasp until you are in it what you are individually the whole world right now these self-help groups they want self-help so they can become what they're supposed to be they're never going to become what they should be never because they don't have Christ because they won't let Christ be part of their world so forget it they'll be the very unbest in the kingdom they'll be the best in the kingdom of darkness but we believers with the Holy Spirit from the foundation of the world we have been ordained to do something mar marvelous, fantastic, meaningful at the end of the world. We've been ordained for this time. If you're born again listening, you've been ordained for this time. Not to be part of the great apostasy. Not to be part of any great move of some preacher. But to be part of the reality of what God is doing in the world today. He is ending the age. The age is coming to an end. Where I believe in, I think already we may be in the last decade. By the last day of 2031, I think everything will be finished. We can know the, the season when Christ returns. We may not know the day or the hour. Something is going to happen here shortly that's going to set everything in motion. And when it happens for those that are listening and those that understand Bible prophecy, there's going to be one event that's going to take place. This event will be when the person we know as Antichrist signs an agreement with the nation of Israel. The nation of Israel they won't recognize him as Antichrist because Israel, God doesn't speak to Israel that way. Well, Israel, Antichrist is going to sign an agreement with you. 
they'll think you're crazy. But they will say, well, we're going to have a king of an end time nation, which they would know in two, two ways. They would either call him the king of Assyria or the king of Babylon. And they will understand that they're going to sign an agreement with a very powerful empire. And in that agreement, I believe the agreement is that Antichrist or, or Assyrian or king of Babylon, we will sign this agreement. If you promise that you're, you're invading the world right now, you're taking over the world, but we will sign the agreement with you, king of Babylon, if you do not invade Israel, if you will let Israel alone, we will sign this agreement with you. And this deceiver, the king of Babylon, will say, okay, we'll sign a covenant. We'll sign an agreement. And then later, God says in Ezekiel, I, I'm sorry, Isaiah chapter 28, God says that he is going to annul, void out that contract. Now, the word is annul in some translations. Why would the word annul be used? Because God is trying to tell the believers that Israel is God's bride, God's wife. His people are His. He's married to them. And they sign a contract with death, with hell, with the coming Antichrist, as we phrase it. They sign this agreement with the underworld. Well, it's like a divorce. It's, it's like a, a marriage agreement. Christ, in, in these Psalms, the children of Israel are the... They are this beautiful, like God Christ in, in the book of Solomon, they are this, his, his wife. And they make, they sign, they divorce God. Basically, I'm going to just paraphrase, I'm going to just do it, say it my way. Basically, they're going to divorce God and marry death, Sheol. And then Christ says, or then Isaiah says, but God says, I am going to annul your contract. Just like a divorce, it's going to be annulled. An annulment. Why? Because God will never divorce Himself from Israel. Like He cannot ever divorce Himself from the church, the churches. God will let Israel fulfill her prophecies but the church must the churches of God must fulfill her prophecies too. And within the churches of God you have two corporate peoples, Jew and Gentile. From the nations, the Gentile, from Israel, the Jewish people, in the body of Christ. I've done a program, a couple of programs, Isaiah, I'm sorry, Ezekiel chapter one, two and three and Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11 showing 
the Gentiles how and why God adopted them to be part of his plan and why God temporarily has put Israel in a time out till the fullness of times of the Gentiles. God has not replaced Israel. God has not abandoned Israel. Israel was not faithful. They would not help God carry out the purpose that he had during this last 2,000 years. So he had to make a people that were not his people, meaning the Gentile people, his people to fulfill his plan. This is what we Gentiles are a part of. But also, in this plan, Jewish people are still involved in it. God is God has the initially the church was basically Jewish, and then within 10, 15, 20 years it was becoming a blend. And it is a blend still. Two peoples in one family. What is going to be important is very shortly this coming world leader is going to sign an agreement with Israel promising not to invade Israel in the future. That agreement when it is signed that begins seven years of tribulation as we know it and understand it. And when that happens, then I believe that God is really going to begin to bring somewhat of a kind of a uh, understanding to, to his children that the hardships that he said would come to his people are coming. Judgment will begin, but where does it begin first? In the house of God. Then he'll judge the nations. Now, Matthew chapter 24, Christ said they're going to, that eventually in the early part of the chapter, that you're going to be taken and interrogated. First, the judgment comes to the house of God. Then later, later, later in the chapter, the judgments begin on the world. We're moving. We're we're at that time. In the next few years, I see. I I already am beginning to see. Who I believe is going to sign that agreement, taking position. And while he's taking position, God is positioning other nations to fulfill an early plan just at at or just prior to the beginning of the tribulation. Before I believe the tribulation will begin, <clears throat> Israel will have the wars that were prophesied seven, eight years before Armageddon. And Israel will <clears throat> take over present-day Jordan. Israel has to take over Jordan. 
that will be the land of Petra at the middle of the tribulation to where the Jewish people have to return to. I think internationally Israel will not be able to absorb all of the Jewish people that are going to return to Israel unless Israel has more land. And that land will be present-day Jordan. This war initially is going to take place. I don't know how far out it's going to be. It's, I think it's very close. By close, do I think this year? I don't know. Once I start to see unrest in the Middle East once again, and the uh, taunting, pushing, provoking Israel, I think we're going to be very, very close to that war, the war in which Damascus is destroyed. And like I've been talking to the audience on the present truth, American Russian forces now are really moving and taking position in Syria. I think this is an indicator. We have to watch it. Then you're going to have Russia. Now it says that Russia is to be a commander and a protector, a guard to all the nations that are going to travel with Russia to the war when Russia invades Israel. Iran, I believe Turkey, I think parts of Germany, Libya in North Africa, Ethiopia, presently, Iran and Russia are on very good terms, and it says that Russia has to be a protector, a guard, someone who will give direction to and command these nations on what to do. That's Vladimir Putin. I believe that Vladimir Putin is the person that the Lord has chosen to bring Russia back to greatness. Boris Yeltsin and Vladimir and, and Mikhail Gorbachev were basically turning Russia over to the globalists in the late 80s and the 90s. They were turning Russia this way, if they would have turned Russia over to the globalists, Bible prophecy would not be fulfilled. But what did Christ say? That huh, nothing is going to change till everything that was written is, taken, is done as written. So we're watching Vladimir Putin make Russia what she's supposed to be for the coming Gog and Magog war. Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39. This war, the preparations for that war are being taken place, are taking place right now. And Israel is going to be provoked to take out the terrorist organizations that surround her. We're watching prophecy take place. I say, I don't know how we can go out another decade beyond the decade. But we're going to watch and see. We'll be back. In a few 
power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com Hey folks, The Rev here. Most of you know I teach a hardcore urban survival class at Warriors Revolution. Classes are every other Thursday and Saturday. Classes are $25 a session, and there's five total sessions. Contact the radio station at 970-587-5003. That's 970-587-5003. Or you can call the Rev directly. We'll get you scheduled and get you in class. With costs of everything skyrocketing, including the cost of homes, cars, and education, making the need for more life insurance a necessity, whether you're looking to purchase for the first time or you simply need to add to what you already have, I can help you. I'm Joey Jaquint with Northwestern Mutual, and we offer the best insurance plans in the country. U.S. News and World Reports just ranked us the best insurance company in the United States in 2022. From low-cost term insurance for those just starting out that started on $25 per month to our popular blended insurance that will actually pay you money at the end of the policy. You heard me right an insurance policy that will actually pay you out if you don't use it. Why us? Because Northwestern Mutual is the best. We have plans where if you are just starting out, you can go with one of our low-cost term plans, and as you grow financially, we can switch you into a blended plan five or ten years down the road as well to increase amounts and keep up with inflation. To find out more, call me, Joey Jaquin, at 602-909-9048. Hey listeners, this is Anita, your Medicare specialist. Annual enrollment has come to an end for this year, but don't fret. You still have an opportunity starting January 1st or March 31st to make a change in your plan. Call me for details at 970-515-6882. Also, if you're on a Medicare Advantage plan and you're concerned about your co-pays, I have some affordable solutions for you. Call me, 970-515-6882, to schedule a no-cost, no-obligation appointment. Does Enviro Shapes Concrete do driveways? We do it! Does Enviro Shapes Concrete do patios? We do it! Does Enviro Shapes Concrete do sidewalks? We do it! Get a hold of Enviro Shapes Concrete at 303 775 7926 or enviroshapes at gmail.com. have that music uh, if I was in the in the uh, control at the control panel because I'm in the recording booth I don't have control over the music so that that's just what naturally will play so for the Christians if you look at this 
with what's happening with Russia. If you look at look at it historically, now one thing that is interesting, the Christian people generally don't really pay a lot of attention to the news, to what's going on. Yes, in general, but they really don't see it from a biblical perspective. What's happening in Russia right now, I do talk about it again on the program during the week. And I, I, it's very important for the Christian audience because it's part of the wrote the map God telling his people that things are developing for the coming Ezekiel war with Russia and it's not going to just like taking a wand in magic and boom it just happens no it has to develop and we are to look and see how it's developing understand how it's developing and this is what the, one of the things that the Holy Spirit has uh, uh, given me to do I guess because I see it clearly Russia has almost been destroyed three times in the last century but each time it it gets through the plan it makes it out of and goes through the globalist plans to destroy it. They want to destroy it. The Satanists want to destroy Bible prophecy. But Russia comes out and makes it. Why? Because she has to fulfill her destiny. And she's going to fulfill that destiny. Russia's destiny is going to be fulfilled when she invades Israel in the Middle East. That destiny is going to be finished. And once that destiny is finished, then we in the churches should know how God is speaking to us. And in the book of Ezekiel 38-39, God says He's going to make Himself known and His presence in the world. So we better as Christians, God's presence, He's going to make Himself known. We'll be back for the third hour. Rick Rodriguez, all the three ministries. Podcast 1360 KHNC.com. Podcast section is all the three programs for today. We'll be back for the third hour. 1360KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Worvin. At the State House, lawmakers have introduced 10 bills in the past week, all aimed at addressing the growing threat of Colorado wildfires. 
The 10 measures would have a total cost of around $30 million, among them one to provide tax credits to homeowners who create defensible space around their properties. Another would provide matching grants to local governments that do fire mitigation. Jefferson County Representative Lisa Cutter is sponsoring four of the measures. Her district includes places like Evergreen and Conifer, a couple of the top 10 spots nationwide believed to be at risk of loss due to wildfire. That's where I was really focused as I was thinking those communities were at risk. And so to have that happen in Boulder was just a, a huge shock. There's also money in some of that legislation legislation to provide things like remote cameras with live feeds for early detection and to offer better equipment, training, and more pay for firefighters. Some of the bills would also create an aggressive campaign to better educate Coloradoans about fire risk and prevention. I'm Jim Williams. State health officials now recommending schools cut back on quarantines and start treating COVID-19 like other infectious diseases. The public health department has shared that new guidance, which it intends to begin at the end of the month. CDPHE says schools should now focus less on individual cases and more on outbreaks. They say students and staff exposed at school should not have to quarantine, but people should still stay home if they're exposed outside of school. The state adds the schools should only move to this new guidance once their community transmission level drops below its highest point. So far, that's only happened in Grand County and the high-elevation Lake County around Leadville. A new snowstorm hit Colorado's front range Friday and Friday night, depositing significant new snows in a lot of places. Denver officially got 1.6 inches in the first 24 hours, measured well outside town at the airport. More populated places picked up quite a bit more. Jamestown outside Boulder got 9.8. Suburban Highlands Ranch got 6. I'm Ted Werbin. And that's when I realized it's called a hamburger, not a handburger. Because you carry it with your hand. I was wrong, people. It's like that time I thought I couldn't make the perfect app for football. I was wrong again, people. All I had to do was make a sports book app where you can earn season rewards all Sunday long. Nobody's better at bettering things than seasons. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-522-4700. How would you like to save up to $1,000 a month? If you're a homeowner, it's possible. And you can learn more by getting a free mortgage review from American Financing. See if you can lower your rate or pay off high interest debt and potentially skip two mortgage payments. Just call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or apply online at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The P.E. Gun Show, February 12th and 13th, has two giveaways. An AR pistol from Modern Arms and Optics and a 12-gauge semi-auto from GB Survival. Guns, ammo, knives, military surplus, self-defense products, and much more. Located at 1840 Greeley Mall in Greeley, Colorado. Buy, sell, or trade in $50 CCW classes on Saturday and Sunday. See PEShows.com to register. That's PEShows.com. See you at the show. Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. 
If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Doctors say you should have your colon checked often. I'm not a doctor, but if you don't have your gun cleaned regularly, it'll get filled with crap too. And when it breaks, it could cost you your family. Don't let it happen to you. Go see My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. Give me a call or shoot me a text at 970-776-0258. That's My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. Stand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. And my contact information is P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, 80502. Previous two hours, I have been presenting thoughts on Russia, that we, I believe, we are, as a church, as a body of believers, we are, I believe, in the last decade before Christ returns, we are not going to, we are going to close out this age. The world is going to see the hardest time ever history of the world. There will never be a time ever in the future to be as difficult and hard, devastating as the time that we're moving into. And we, the Christian believers, we are the ones 
who have insight into what's coming, we are the ones that have the Holy Spirit. We are the ones who can be tempered and can stand in spite of what's coming. We are to stand, stand firm. In Revelation chapter 11, there's a talk of these two prophets who stand before the God of the earth. Meaning that they will not be swayed. They will not be moved. As God has requested, and all that God requests, they will be obedient. They stand, they have one God. They stand before the God of the whole earth. They know who their Messiah is. They know who their commander is, Yahweh Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts. They know who gives them direction. They understand what they have been called to do. They will not be moved. They are to prophesy. What is it they're to prophesy? They're to prophesy judgments on the children of the devil, on the kingdom of darkness. This is why the churches of God are feared by the forces of darkness. But in the seven churches, there's apostasy. And because of that apostasy, they're not effective. Because of apostasy, they are uh, ineffective. Whenever anyone leaves the teachings of Christ and they begin to bring in their own thoughts, doctrines, they become ineffective. This is what has happened in the seven churches. And the seven churches have been infiltrated by the occult. Pergamos and Thyatira, deep things of Satan, Christians are unaware of this because they don't read the Scripture. And when they read the Scripture, they really don't get into the deep, deep things of what Christ, what the, the New Testament and the First Testament were presenting. Everything is complete within the Bible. The thoughts, history, doctrine, theology, eschatology, doctrine. And we, at the end of the world, above all people, we should, as believers, we should know what is to happen. But there has been a problem, really, for the last 2,000 years. And I'm heading this direction. I stated that initially I would go this direction, and I haven't up until this time. There are three things, three main thoughts about the end of the world. And the three thoughts about the time that we live in are basically in these three categories. Premillennialism, postmillennialism, and amillennialism. And amillennium, a post, uh, let's see, 
premillennialism is that the rapture of the church will occur after the tribulation. And we're going to be bouncing between the thoughts of and the understanding of which, what the meaning is of each of these terms. It's important because as you understand the terms, then you'll see the mindset of the Catholic Church, the Greek churches, evangelical churches, uh, Messianic churches, Pentecostal churches, premillennialism, postmillennialism, amillennialism. I'm going to start with, I'm actually going to start with amillennialism. No, 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 no. I'm going to actually going to start with uh, post-millennialism. Okay. With premillennialism, and I know this is going to be a little complicated, but please stay there, hang in there with me. I should read you the definition of each. All millennialism, it understands that the kingdom of God proclaimed by Jesus Christ and his apostles are synonymous with the millennial kingdom. And it is the dominant view of the church, of the Eastern Orthodox and the Roman Catholics, many Protestants. It means that we are basically already in the millennial kingdom. The Catholics do believe this. The Greek Orthodox churches, again, many of the Protestants, that we are in the millennial kingdom already. That is all millennialism. Okay? Then you have post-millennialism. And this is the one I'm going to really center on today. And all of these pre-millennialism, amillennialism, they are the purpose and what they are objective is to determine the timing of Christ's return in regards to, and this is center, the thousand-year kingdom. Christ said that there would be a millennial kingdom. And these three terms are talking about, okay, what is our position concerning the millennial kingdom? The amillennialists believe we are already in the millennium. So let's just move them to the side. The post and the pre, they do believe in a thousand-year period where Christ rules as king. As believers, this is important. To ancient Israel, ancient Israel had the thought that there would come a time when their Messiah would come and restore the kingdom to Israel. 
And in the millennial kingdom, the kingdom during that time will be restored to Israel. Then the question is, well, what about the Christians that have lived through the last 2,000 years? What is their, uh, what is it, their place during that time? We're going to talk about that. The Jewish people, the kingdom will be, be returned to them. The nations will be ruled from Israel. The Jewish people will have their millennial kingdom. We believers, we will be in our new angelic, we will have our new bodies, our bodies that are free from corruption. We will be like the angels. There won't be any marrying or giving in marriage. We won't procreate. We will have our new bodies and we will rule with Christ for a thousand years in that kingdom from a spiritual position. We will be there, but our work is done. We will be, we will be rulers from a position uh, in a spiritual way. I'll have to get into that deeper. But I believe that during the millennial kingdom and with the pre and the post millennials, they believe, which is what we believe, that Satan will be bound for a thousand years, thrown into a bottomless pit. We believe at the beginning of that thousand year period of time, at the time of Christ's return, Christ will apprehend the Antichrist and the false prophet and throw them into the lake of fire. Lake of fire, I don't believe, has been lit yet. I believe it will be lit just at the time they're thrown in that lake. Once the millennial kingdom begins, right prior to that time, there will be a final person that will be born again. And then Christ will end the experience of mankind where Christ can live inside of an individual in their spirit, their human spirit. The born again experience of mankind will be finished. The Christ will no longer pour his spirit into or breathe upon any human being to be born again. When that final person and that instant, when that happens, then Christ can have and bring his believers to the judgment seat of Christ. There's the judgment seat of Christ and there's a white throne judgment at the end of the th millennial kingdom. Now with pre and post millennialists, they have, they're kind of along the same line, but there's a difference. And we're discussing those differences. But I'm laying out what's going to happen. We will go to the judgment seat of Christ and every Christian the works will be tried. 
by fire. We're going to eternally be with Christ, but our works, what we did during our lifetime, is going to be put to the test, and fire is going to test it. So not all Christians in their lifetime will do, will have many uh, works. There will be those that have many, many works, but their works are going to be tried by fire. If they were of God, they're going to pass the test. If the works were by the, for themselves, for their own glory, for their own advancement, works that were to enrich themselves and not truly the works of Christ, they're going to be burned up. Not going to, their rewards are going to be lesser. They're going to be, uh, it's a reward banquet, the millennial kingdom. We get to be honored for all that we did during our lifetime in the kingdom of heaven. We're in a kingdom. It is real. The kingdom, yes, Christ is in us, but we are also, as Christ's believers, we are members of his kingdom. I'll give you this example. Let's say there's a king of a nation. I don't want to use earthly thinking. A king of a nation And this king, his whole kingdom, there are laws. In his kingdom, there are requirements. There are things accepted, things that will not be accepted. There is order in this king's kingdom. There's order in his household, which would be the angelic hosts. In all of his household, there's order. Every angel or every person in that household has a duty. And that duty is to take care of that king. And this is what the angels have been doing. They have been tending to the Godhead for eons. And that king has, there are civilian citizens outside outside of his gates. And outside of the gates are all these citizens. But his gates are closed. But in that kingdom there is order. There is no corruption. No theft. No murder. Uh, it is a perfect kingdom because it is a kingdom of laws. And there are expectations. And the citizens inside that those kingdom walls have been loyal. No problem with them. No problem with the angels that are holy. Well, let's say that that king, one day he says, you know what? I would like to open my doors the gates, the big gate. And I would like to bring some of these people that are out there into this kingdom and let them become citizens in this kingdom. 
But they have to live by the laws of the kingdom, the requirements of the kingdom. And when they come in, I have to choose them. I handpick who's going to come in. I'm going to examine and I will choose because I'm king, I'm sovereign. I'm going to choose who comes in. And I'm talking about the kingdom of heaven. I'm excluding what happened in the past with Israel. I'm talking about those that would be picked from the nation of Israel and from the Gentile people out there, outside the gates. That gate. And those that will come in are... This this king says, I am going to put a mark upon them so they know that they are members of my kingdom. And I choose. Now we get into terms like predestination, things like that. We'll get into that, possibly. But this king, he chooses who is going to come in to his kingdom as as his people and he begins to pick people and once they come in they are under the protection of that king forever not just for the lifetime but forever for eternity they are under the protection of that king and they come in and they're given duties If they're faithful with those duties, there is a big party, a big gala that is planned. And these people are let in. They come in. But one day, the king says, okay, now we're going to shut that gate. And I'm not going to let anyone else in. That day is coming. And he shuts the gate. And no person ever again will come in to that kingdom, into that realm, with the mark of that king upon them. The church age, while the king has these people in his kingdom, it is called the church age. But eventually that church age is going to end. And the king is going to go out into the citizens to, to, to see the citizens without. And he's going to rule over the citizens. But the citizens will never be born again. But in within the gates, everybody is given a duty. The king has asked them, there is a task within the gates in this kingdom I want you to do. There's a duty. And those that have been faithful to fulfill the duties that were given them, and I'm simplifying this just as a type of picture, they will be rewarded at a banquet. That banquet is the Millennial Kingdom banquet. That's where we Christians are going to be at that banquet for a thousand years. And the king said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set out the tables for all of these people that I invited in. 
and I'm going to have a big feast. I'm going to prepare it for them. I'm going to bring the finest wine. And I am going to personally serve them. The ones that have been faithful, I am going to serve them. Now Christ said that the greatest among you will be the servant. He's king. But it says that he is still coming to serve us. His faithful people. Now some of the those that were let in, they didn't, uh, they weren't faithful. They didn't take care of their duties. They didn't ask help. Well, we don't know what to do. The king gave me a task, but I didn't know what to do, so I just forgot about it. And I buried it. Well, the ones that are not faithful, what the king is going to do is he's going to he has a separate area that these people are still in his kingdom. They're part of his kingdom, but he's got a separate area in that kingdom. And they're going to go into that area. The doors are going to be closed. And while the feasting takes place, these people are going to be in tears. There's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth because they know the gala is taking place, but they're not part of it. But they're still part of the kingdom where they're within the kingdom walls. They're just in another place that the Bible calls outer darkness, not eternal punishment. And there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. In other words, they are lamenting severely that they didn't tend to their duties while they were free to work. This is our works. Eternally we were allowed in. We'll be right back. Treat your ears and shake your rear with the Funky Garage Fossil Jostle Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on 1360 KHNC. You'll hear the coolest 60s garage psychedelic surf and 60s and 70s funky grooves. Tune in, turn up, and get down. Did you get some mud on your pants? Did you get a little spaghetti sauce on your shirt? Did you get shed on? By your dog. Well, I had on clean underwear. Clean underwear. Yeah, my mama well, if so, call New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, you can reach them at 970-775-0623. That's 970-775-0623. Socialism, like the ancient ideas from which it springs, confuses the distinction between government and society. As a result, every time we object to a thing being done by government, the socialists conclude we object to it being done at all. We disapprove of state education, and the socialists say we are opposed to any education. Socialism. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. 
Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Reasons to own gold, number 37. Who are the people that tell you not to own gold? Bankers, Wall Street pinstripe bandits, and all the other debt pushers out there. They believe in endless money printing that taxes all of us in the form of inflation. Make sure your wealth is protected by calling the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Hey. Hey. Yes, you. Yes, you. Be sure to listen to Fake in the Truth, where Jason and Brian will bring you social media level fakeness Monday through Thursdays at 3 p.m. right here on KHNC 1360 AM and 1360KHNC.com. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus So I'm trying to give you a, an analogy. Hope I'm attempting to do the best job I can do. So anyhow, in this kingdom, there is a place where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now eventually, this king will rule over everything that is outside of his walls. He doesn't presently rule everything, except in a sovereign way. But this king will eventually, it says that everything around him, everything around his present kingdom is going to expand. And we know that Christ eventually will, uh, like it says in Revelation, Revelation, the kingdoms of the world, because there are other kingdoms without, outside of his kingdom, there's other kingdoms out there. It's a kingdom that is ruled by the devil. And it's a society. It's a civilization. It's, it is the world, the cosmos. But that cosmos is not allowed in Christ's kingdom. But eventually, everything out there will become the kingdoms of the earth, world will be the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. That time is coming, but right now, in his kingdom, these laws that we are under, these restrictions, the matter of in the body of Christ, in in this kingdom, the matter of adultery, of fornication, of idol worship, of theft, unrighteous living, drunkenness, these type of things are not allowed in that kingdom. But it does take place in that kingdom. We have time for those who have not been faithful. You have time to begin to ask the king 
What are my duties? What is it you want me to do? What is your plan? We have time. But time is running out. I say we're about a decade, nine years. It's Time is going. And uh, I'm just... I, I feel that the Holy Spirit just asked me to encourage you to give the Lord some uh, access to your time, to your life, to what you do. And you can't do it all in once. It's not going to happen generally in one day. But day by day, as you, by faith, allow the Lord more access to your life, eventually He begins to strengthen you, and eventually you will become one of these people in Revelation 11 that stands before the God of the earth. Whatever He asks you to do, you will do it. You stand. You won't be shaken. You won't be knocked off balance. Nothing can move you. This is the fulfillment of what Christ said in Matthew 18, 16. I will build my ecclesia, and that ecclesia, the gates of hell, will not move, prevail against that ecclesia. Principle is in Revelation 11, these two witnesses. I talked in the first hour about the ecclesia of God. The whole family of God will not be faithful. But within the whole family, there will be those who will be victorious, who will be overcomers in all of the seven churches of God. Christ's work is with seven churches. Christ's work is with the born-again people. That's who Christ's work is with. The, the work of Christ is with those people who are born again. It is not with Israel, present-day Israel. He has a work with present-day Israel. But Israel, in its condition today, cannot fulfill what the body of Christ will fulfill. And in the body of Christ, you have two people, peoples, Jew and Gentile. These Jews and Gentiles are going to accomplish in the church what Christ wanted to accomplish. Now we're going to go back to all millennialism again. Believe that we're in the millennial kingdom. Most and pre-millennialists kind of have the same thought of what I've just presented. Okay? Now, we're going to talk about in post-millennialism there are some uh, differences. There are like four. You can break it down into four different positions. Okay. Even all millennialism in all millennialism, 
They do believe that the church has superseded Israel's role in God's plan, which we have not replaced Israel. We have a different duty that Israel cannot fulfill. And the duty can only be fulfilled to those who are born again. And Israel as a nation and the Jewish people, they are the elect of God, are being protected by God, but they have a different function. We, as a body of born-again people, we have the Spirit of God, and we have the gifts of God to be victorious in the warfare against the kingdom of darkness. Israel, Solomon told Israel what they are to do. They are to pray to the God of heaven, and he will answer their prayers. So God still does answer their prayers, but they cannot go out and bind and loose like we can. By the Spirit of God and by the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we have a much more powerful much more powerful abilities to fight spiritual things. But no, Israel has not been replaced. Now, also they believe that in the timeline, they believe that Christ will return only at the end of the world or at the end of days. And that there's going to be a physical resurrection and judgments will take place immediately. When the resurrection to the, when we are caught up to the judgment seat of Christ, yes, there will be immediately, there will be, we will go before the judgment seat of Christ. Now, post-millennialism, it teaches that the reign of Christ in the hearts of his followers will naturally develop into a world that is characterized by biblical behavior and a desire to follow God. And I'm reading from a a small article here. I'm just going to use a little bit of this as a talking point. And so that uh, Christ in the hearts of his believers will cause a development into the world that will be characterized by biblical behavior. Well, that's not necessarily true. Even though people are born again, they don't necessarily gravitate toward biblical behavior. That takes the work of the Holy Spirit to begin to transform them, to begin to renew their mind. So, some of the post-millennial teachings are not really accurate. And then that because Christ is in their hearts, they're going to have a natural desire to follow God. That is not necessarily true. There are many Christians, according to the thought of apostasy, that do not follow God. There is not a natural affection for God and the things of God. The, the God is merely a someone who will protect them and bless them. But they don't naturally have a desire to follow God. As you visit and pray and have a relationship with Christ, 
you will naturally move in the direction and have a desire to follow him. Then uh, also another thought with premillennialists is that not everybody is going to be saved. Absolutely, I agree with that. Not everyone is going to be born again. Not everyone will be saved. They do believe that one of the thoughts is there's going to be a time when the earth will experience a golden age of spiritual prosperity. Now, in that thought, I don't know if they think that the whole world is going to be part of that spiritual prosperity. Yes, the nations in the millennial kingdom, they will not just have a spiritual prosperity knowing God, but they will also have a great blessing just in life, economically in every way. But these, some believe that politics, entertainment, family, social life. In the millennial kingdom, uh, we're not moving to change society. Christ, when he returns and sets up his kingdom, the societies as we know it are going to change. The corruption of the societies internationally, these people that run these governments are going to be punished. Not just the Christians, the judgment seat, but the the leaders of the nations within the governments. They're all going to be punished accordingly. And uh, so there are different forms of thinking it with postmillennialists. For the most part, I am, or I am a, I believe in post, Christ will return before the millennial kingdom comes. I believe that absolutely. Now, classical post-millennial, postmillennialism relies on aggressive witnessing to ensure the bulk of the world's population follows Christ. Well, I don't necessarily, I would say, that they meet Christ, and it would be a desire that they follow Christ. But again, with apostasy, they may meet Christ, but not necessarily follow him. Then there's a another thought of liberal post-millennialism that promotes a social gospel. It's evident. It's right here in Weld County, Boulder County, Larimer County. The social gospel that is being presented to the people in these assemblies. And the social gospel is working to ensure that all worldly needs of all the people internationally are met. In other words, with the social gospel, it's not about preaching Christ and repentance, but is helping people in the world to be financially well-off materially to have food. Well, remember what happened when Christ went out to into the uh, countryside and he fed the 
masses out there twice? Well, eventually the masses would come back because Christ was feeding them. And what did Christ do? Immediately, he would leave. People will come to Christ if Christ meets their needs. But once Christ stops meeting their needs, it's not about following him because he's God or he saved them. It's about what can he do for me? Social gospel. Then there's a, a newer form. It's called theonomy. I've talked about this also. Called dominionism. Dominionism. <clears throat> this one is even more subtle. Or reconstructionism. And the, what's behind this is it takes the influence in the social gospel further and it insists that the kingdom of God, Christ, can only come to be if every political system is under the control of the church. This is kind of a Catholic thought. No. Christ did not come to take over the societies, the nations, the governments of the world. He came to bring mankind into his kingdom, to be under his lordship, under his direction. And the first thing is Christ begins to work subjectively in the heart of each of his people. You're not going to change societies like socialism, like Russia, China, years gone by in Russia, with communism, socialism, fascism. You're going to control them and their bodies. But Christ didn't come to control the bodies. He came to control and to give hope and to renew their thinking he came to give them a new heart. This is the plan that God had. To give mankind a new heart. With a new heart that will love God, you will love your fellow man. But dominionism wants to take over the political systems in the world. Then there's another, a fourth aspect to this. And this is in the churches churches of the evangelical churches and Catholics. The other one is called extreme dominionists. They believe that it's the responsibility of the church to take over all the governments of the world and reinstate Old Testament law. Take over all the governments of the world, reinstate Old Testament law. So, this is the, these are the problems in the evangelical churches. Problems that are firstly going to have to be discussed and understood so that you're not deceived. So that you're not caught and swept away with these new types of philosophy or thinking, doctrinal incorrectness. I just call, it, call out, call it straight out. The apostate 
doctrines and thoughts in evangelical Christianity presently. We're going to be back to finish out the program. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Kerry and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, gyros, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara and Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in northern Colorado. Tyler here at Hornback Landscaping and Junk Removal LLC. We take care of all of your landscaping needs. New landscape and hardscape install, maintenance, snow removal, fall and spring cleanup. We also do junk and trash haul away as well. We are your one-stop shop for anything outdoors. We pride ourselves in quality from start to finish. That means communication, customer service and final product. We want you to take as much pride in your yard as we do in our work. Come check us out at hornbacklandscaping.com. You can also contact us at 970-966-5665 or at hornbacklandscaping at gmail.com. Thank you. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. Friday, February 25th at the Immortal Bar in Johnstown, Colorado. Still they ride. Tribute to Journey. With special guest, Asha Blaine. Tickets are available at theimmortalbar.com or stilltheyrideband.com. listeners, this is Anita, your Medicare specialist. Annual enrollment has come to an end for this year, but don't fret. You still have an opportunity starting January 1st or March 31st to make a change in your plan. Call me for details at 970-515-6882. Also, if you're on a Medicare Advantage plan and you're concerned about your co-pays, I have some affordable solutions for you. Call me, 970-515-6882 to schedule a no-cost, no-obligation appointment.
Okay, we're going to finish out today's program. I'll get back to my thought in a second. Before I do, the contact information, once again, is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Again, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. So we see the social gospel. The social gospel, what it does is it assists people to live, to be well, to be free of stress because of just the hardships of life. That gospel cannot change the heart. What changes the heart is that people realize There is a God that is holy, and that mankind, this holy God, is the only one who can change an evil heart of an individual. Men's heart, we are full of sin. We have plagues in our heart, which is just what we are by nature, evil. Who's going to change the evil plague in a man's heart? A social gospel, help them financially, encourage them to be a better person? No. You can't encourage people to be a better person. They'll return like a dog to his vomit. Christ is the only one that can change individuals from within by the power of his Holy Spirit. So, this is the direction that post-millennialists have taken, broken down in different sections, with doctrine that is false doctrine, errant doctrine, but uh, Christ is coming before the millennial kingdom. He will set up the millennial kingdom. Before the millennial kingdom comes, there are going to be the hardships that come at the end of the world. We're moving into those hardships. If there was ever a time, always, at any time, to turn your heart back to God, this would be it. This is the end of the bread today's program. Thank you. I will be back Sunday next week, 9 to noon. Rick Rodriguez. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Lovely.